From Moses, the Midwest Organic and Sustainable Education Service, this is the In Her Boots podcast, a show about women farmers cultivating the sustainable and organic agriculture movement and how she does it. My name's Lisa Kiverest, and I founded and lead the award-winning Moses Rural Women's Project. I'm a farmer myself, running in serendipity with my family in Wisconsin, and I'm the author of Soil Sisters, a toolkit for women farmers. The In Her Boots podcast celebrates the collaborative spirit of us women farmers, sharing ideas and inspiration with each other. Whether you're a woman with a dream of starting your own farm or already have your hands deep in the soil, there's something for you here. This podcast series features women who have hosted one of our Moses In Her Boots workshops, offering you now the opportunity to share the In Her Boots experience virtually and meet these amazing women farmers. Join us for what we call a side dish episode, a shorter segment that focuses on a specific topic from a female farmer lens. We're digging in today with Chris Marion of Circle M Farm in Blanchardville, Wisconsin, as she imparts insights and inspiration for us all to take the time to get off the farm and involved with issues we care about. For running for and winning a seat on county board to serving as her Wisconsin Farmers Union chapter president, Chris shares how being a woman from outside the conventional agriculture norm can spark conversations, community, and change. So now we're talking about the importance of leadership, and particularly leadership from women in sustainable and organic agriculture, and getting more women on that decision-making table. And Chris Marion of Circle M Market Farm is such an inspiration in this category. Thanks, Chris, for sharing with us your story, because... You are, I can speak personally, such an amazing force here in my local area of southern Wisconsin. But it's been, I would say it's a new thing for you because you've always been active, but but the commitment to both serving yourself and encouraging other women along the way mm. has really, I'm going to say, blossomed in the last couple of years, right? Oh, oh and, yeah. And was it when you ran for county board, sort of your first entry into, let's say run for county board, run and win for county board, uh, and now serving um, on the Lafayette County Board. Was that your first entry into elected office? Oh, yeah, for sure. I am, well, first, let me say that um, being part of the Green County Women in Sustainable Ag and having you, Lisa, push people to fill some (laughs) empty seats in the area, um, uh, a couple years ago, I know you started encouraging nudge, nudge, nudge people when you saw Talk, seats so. open. <laughs> kind of opened my mind to it. Um, but what really happened, I think, was um, getting involved in Wisconsin Farmers Union. Uh, we here in South Central Wisconsin had been meeting for a while as the Soil Sisters, Green County Women in Sustainable Ag, <laughs> and we got irritated because we couldn't sell cookies that we baked at home. Um, So we reached out to the Farmers Union to help us write some legislation with um, people at the state level. And I I fell in love with the Farmers Union through that and seeing the kind of work they were doing and realizing that they were amplifying the messages of farmers who, while there are a lot of us scattered out there in the countryside, we don't pull together that well to make our our stories known. So... um, I think there was a lot of leadership training in Wisconsin Farmers Union that I was taking advantage of that kind of was moving me towards community leadership. 
Um, I also took a, a year long, it's really six months, but there's a, there's a class that you can go through. Each county, I think, offers a leadership um, track. And I took one that was um, Community Leadership Alliance, which was Lafayette, Iowa, and Grant County's version of that. And that was also really opened my mind that um, you can have a lot of impact on the place that you are. If, if you want to see your landscape or your town look either the same or different in the future, you can have influence on that. And I, I really picked that up from the Community Leadership Alliance training. But what really happened to get me to actually run for office, um, I was already involved in my local chamber and women's club and doing things in Blanchardville, but I started to become really concerned about water quality here in the Southwest. Um, we're on this karst landscape, which is really similar to Kiwanis. And if you read the paper or have read it any time in the past year, you know that uh, groundwater and well water is really a point of concern up there because the karst is so porous. There's big cracks in it, and it lets contaminants go right into, into people's wells and the groundwater. Anyway, I started looking to that here and got really concerned at some land use issues that were coming up. So I um, was thinking about running for county board. And uh, at least I was showing up at county board meetings to talk about this stuff. And the current county board supervisor wanted to retire and he asked me to run. Um, and I, I don't think I would have run if he hadn't asked me. I wouldn't have even considered it. And it was, it's weird the power that someone asking you to run has over you. It, it's a, a weird sort of flattery, but also responsibility. Um, so I waited, I pondered it, I thought about it a lot. And when I decided to do it, I knew I had his support. And he came with me to the bars and got my, got my you know, petition signed that you need to get signed. To, you have to get enough signatures to run. And I, I think that was really amazing. So now I'm really committed to asking other people to run. Because I think if you see, what he said to me was, I, I can see you're a doer. I can see you're a doer and you got some really good ideas and I think you should do it. And I told him I, I didn't feel ready, but if he would help me and answer my questions, I would do it. And so that's the kind of thing I want to offer to other people, especially women. Um, county boards, town boards, There's the women are few and far between. On, on my board, there's two of us on a board of 16. Um, and... Uh, it's, it's even worse at the township level. So I, I think women just bring different things to the table. I think men are doing a pretty great job, but I think they could use our help. <laughs> Most definitely. And if you look at the statistics behind that, women across all different types of races, federal, state, we win at the same rate as men. We just don't run as often, which is why statistically there's fewer women in elected office. And the number one way for a woman to run for office is exactly what happened to you, that we're asked by other people. Whereas men don't have that. <laughs> They're more likely to say, I'm going to run for this. I'm going to do this. But for us, and perhaps that has to do with our collaborative natures, we want to be a part of a process and right. we want to feel that connection. So yeah, that's great advice. We need to ask women. And and I always find, too, whenever I see something cross my email or my life of an opening or a need or a board member needed somewhere, we all know somebody. And even if they can't do it then or it's not a right life fit, it's that 
like you said, being asked and somebody recognizing your skills that goes a long, long way. Well, yeah, you're amazing at that, Lisa. And I think people don't realize the power of referrals. Um, I have, I've only been on the county board for a year and I will say I love it. I think it's a blast. I think everybody should, should do government for, <laughs> for at least a short time so that you have some understanding of what motivates people to do government. I mean, in my short time, uh, even people I disagree with, I think they got involved out of love for their communities. And that's why I got involved. And I think remembering that the motivator here is love should help us get along better and have more productive dialogue. Um, yeah, since being on the county board, I've been asked to run for state office. I've been asked to consider um, other offices. I've been asked to be on boards. And, you know, I ponder all those things because someone thought maybe it was a good fit for me. And now, like you, I am am just voracious about collecting up opportunities for talented people that I see. And there's all kinds of talent. I think once you get it on your radar screen to make those connections, you can make some quick, good, easy connections that get people in um, leadership positions that are the right fit and can really advance their communities. That's great. And uh, so, so, so needed. Do you find that coming to the leadership table, the local county board meetings with your farmer experience is appreciated, respected, curious? How do Oh, yeah. So in Lafayette County, we're the most ag-dependent county um, in Wisconsin. So it's all, it's by and large farmers and retired farmers that are on all of our boards. Um, I think what is interesting about me is that I am new to the community. And that brings a little bit something different to the table um, because the fact is, Lafayette County and a lot of our more rural ag-dependent counties are going to need to bring in some outsiders to not um, to not lose population. Um, I think we're going to need to bring in more diverse and creative types of agriculture, even in an ag-dependent, um, you know, very ag-experienced community. So I think what's been valuable about what I add is, one, I'm a woman, which is different. Two, I'm a small business owner, which all farmers are, but I have the B&B, which adds a little bit different twist. I have a tourism um, a priority that most farmers don't. Um, and also I'm involved in CSA and farmer's market, which are also a sort of ag tourism thing. So all of that is a little different for Lafayette County and something that I'm asked to to kind of lead from that place a lot. Excellent. All right. So we'll get the word out and get more women running. Yes. And leading like you. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Thanks for listening to our In Her Boots podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Kiverest, with the Moses Rural Women's Project. This episode's audio engineer was Liam Kiverest of TechSocket.net. This podcast was made possible through support from North Central SARE, Sustainable Agriculture Research and Education, part of a nationwide education program to advance sustainable innovation to American agriculture. The podcast was brought to you by the Midwest Organic and Sustainable Education Service, MOSES. The mission of MOSES is to educate, inspire, and empower farmers to thrive in a sustainable organic system of agriculture. For more information on MOSES, 
the Rural Women's Project, and a bounty of organic resources, check out mosesorganic.org. See you next time.